Framework is a show consecrated to field recording and its use in composition. Field recording, phonography, the art of sound hunting. Open your ears and listen. Framework A Field is a series of special editions curated and produced by guest artists from around the world. A new edition airs every second week, alternating with our usual Framework broadcasts. For more information, see our website at www.frameworkradio.net. This edition has been produced in London, UK by Felicity Ford. For more information, see www.thedomesticsoundscape.com.
getting hungry? <laughs> Are you? Well, that's what I want to see, is whether you're getting hungry. Yes, but I were very, were very wobbly. And that's what I... He's three. So he has a very good quality fleece. I mean, he's in, he's had five, he's a, I don't know, five or six year. I've taken off half clips and half clips and always the quality comes back absolutely as good as anything. If you look on the top of his back and he holds his condition and yeah, he does pump. He smells great. It's such a strong it's smell, a strong, though. Strong, really maley smell. Do you see? Yeah. So, and it's still as dark as ever, basically. That's too short to clip off yet, but um, you know he'll he'll get clipped off again when it's probably about you know six inches or eight inches long. So I won't clip him before he goes up. Get your feet out of the trough, silly boy. So these weathers, now he's being kept for fleece because he's a very unusual colouring and I bought him in as a weather. So a weather is a castrated male. Yeah. Okay. Usually I don't bother to castrate because you can never tell at birth uh, and with small numbers who's really going to make the grade and be a potential breeding ram. So to hedge my bets, I would usually keep them entire. But it's very useful to buy in a few, and take a f two or three fleeces, perhaps, and then in fact those two will go up um, after at the beginning of January um, because I've got p people who are waiting for meat. They're just at the right moment and their curl is not so brilliant do you see what i mean yeah that i really want to hang on to that for too long and if i keep them another year then it's not really the best meat so it's better to make decisions yeah about what the overall purpose is from my perspective absolutely you know some people would keep a weather flock and that's what the original fleece of wensleydales very often came from was a whole flock full of weathers. And you just because every they go year, you every year, yeah. clip them and then keep them and, and so on. And if I stopped breeding, it would be a way of me continuing with a fairly trouble free kind of, you know, flock thingamabob. But at the moment, what I'm trying to do is help, help breed up the numbers. But I think it's quite possible that after next year I would switch, switch program. We'll see. You know, if we've managed to get people who are taking up, who are younger, taking on flocks, well then that's brilliant. Is this one of your sheep up here, the white one? Yes, that's the other Welsh ram, oh, wow. who is um, the same breeding lines as that one. But until you get three generations down, you'll get a, a declining percentage of white. Do you see, okay, yeah, having yeah. taken out of the white flock. But he's going to go for meat because he doesn't meet the grade now that I've really looked at him. Yeah. It was very interesting reading about Dishley's um, innovative um, breeding thing where he, the guy at Dishley Grange, Robert Baker, his thing of letting out his rams to other farmers and then seeing how the lambs turned out 
and then recalling the ones that made really great lambs. Yeah, I mean, it's brilliant. It's a fantastic it scheme. He really went into it properly. He deserved the results he got. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Because he really, really studied the whole thing. Now, we need more grub and more Lovely hay, this. It smells lovely. Yeah, meadow hay, proper meadow hay, which is the best. Fine grasses, and you've got clovers, you can see trefoil, all sorts of things in here. It's not actually my hay, it comes off a friend's lamb. Because every so often it's quite good to change hay and not have it off your own. So that they get a different, they get different, different nutrients thing. and so on. So I'm just looking to see whether. Would you mind putting the bucket in the bag? No. Shall I get the barrow? It's called the head girl, this one. Huh? It's called the head girl. Can you manage? Yeah, it's fine. No. No. Okay. We'll suspend talking till we get there, shall we? Okay, let's do that. Anyway, she's dry and she's fine. <coughs> yeah, you're gonna know well, that is um, to go with through all the shades from black black brown through to silver grey. So you've like deliberately bred them and kept them and collected them in such a way to have the whole <coughs> I've I've concentrated <coughs> on the bloodlines that allow me to do that. Yeah. But in the end, excuse me. In the end, the um, the silver grey is a gift because it's a recessive wayward gene, and you can't breed. You can breed to the line that's. She's deafening, isn't she? She's calling for her ram lamb, who left to go to Wales, and she knows he's gone. So periodically, she comes up and calls for him. Is it her son then who's gone to yeah. Wales? Yeah. Yeah. They know. You know, they're not stupid. People think sheep are stupid, but they're not. They're highly intelligent. And these kind of pedigree breeds that have had a lot of handling and work and all the rest of it, a lot of humanisation, I mean, they are highly intelligent. Excuse me, would you leave my bucket alone? Thank you. <laughs> all over your bucket. She's got a sore foot. Yes, that's what's in the bucket. Excuse me. Excuse me. Thank you. Put it up now. That's a good girl. Such a great noise. Positively ear splitting at times, isn't it? Oh. She's my mascot. My mascot lamb, really. She was one of triplets, tiny little thing. 
and uh, that's her sister over there, the other silver girl. <coughs> and she just bellowed and said, well, just do something. <laughs> Don't be so silly, just, just sort me out. So this one's got a sore <coughs> paw hoof at the minute. She's got a split in there. <coughs> Oh, itself. So. Do you see? Yeah. And um, what you don't want is infection. <coughs> That's it. And so we just keep spraying it until it, and trimming it back slowly <coughs> until it, it heals up. You can't do it all in one leg. <coughs> but in a few days' time, I'll cut more hoof off. And um, gradually it'll clean up. So her boy's gone to breed in Wales. Yes, yes. So there's another, and and you swapped, you swapped, <laughs> you swapped her ram for for the two that are in the field now. Yes. Well, I bought, uh, I swapped for the white one and bought the black one. Oh wow! So because they're he's they're year old. <laughs> Noisy. It's a rock star sheep. So there we are. That's you sorted for a bit. She's her. She's Vauxhall's sister. I think. It's so amazing to see all the different colours all like yes. when they all stand here together. You can see the common characteristics, and you can also see the individuality, which yeah. is quite interesting, actually. Amazing. This year's lamb, you see. He's a nice, fancy little lamb, that one. And who is he? Are you number five? No, I'm not going to So, which one three, was born this year? There are only three ewe lambs this year. Oh. She's got something up her trousers. So, next time they come in, I'll sort her out. He's so interested. Yeah, I saw when. <laughs> and is that only the darker coloured ones or all Wensleydales? No, no, the whites have. No, no. I haven't got anything go for you. Go on.
Dorothy Bear. Darren! Hey, Max, come on, come on. Come in. Come in, though, come in. Come in, Max. You got the This one has not been tested. In the peel. Yeah, they're working 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 the peel. Yeah, they're the peel. Yeah, I knew there was one.
voglio vodka.
preparatory drill through here, sliver wash, spray, and then he went through the preparatory drill again, six, four, seven, and five cans, that's four passages. Then he went to this gill and he did a passage of six and a gap passage of eight, and then he went to the cone, 12 ends, 25 yards, and then it's come back to this one, and it's done 425 meters we ended up with then, and it's done a passage of eight cans and five cans, and it's now ready to go to this machine. Uh -huh. And at the moment, looking like this at the moment. Isn't that beautiful? Uh, so it's got a bit of twist, but yeah. it's, it's got to be much more refined yeah. to get it even.
That's a tightly unmortented wall. Yeah. Oh, that off, else you'll get colour. Um, so it's actually on. Is it the heat on? No, it's no. 50 degrees. So it reached 100 and then you switched no, off? No, 50. 50 and then you switched off. The blue stuff there won't die. It's the indigo white, which is that yellow, which dies. So your best bet is just to use a bit of waste yarn to skim off that blue colour. Because when you come out, if you've got the blue attached to it, you'll get splodges. You might want splodges, but... Mm. Okay, so you've taken that off. That won't be fast. Yeah. 
I don't know what depth of colour you want with this. <laughs> oh, a bit bluer than that. No, wait, wait. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> wow! No, Look at oh, that! Oh, it's going before your very eyes! The oxygen! Imagine! <laughs> That's amazing! The oxygen is now turning the indigo white straight into indigo blue again. I've got the video, the DVD down in the barn if anyone wants to watch it. It blue and blue, isn't it? It does, yes. Doesn't it? So how long do you have that out before you know the colour it's going to end up? Well, you can gauge that that's really not dark enough. So you put it back in Put it back in again. Okay. So we can go back in again. You're not introducing <laughs> oxygen. As soon as you introduce oxygen, that dye bath will turn blue again and then it won't take the colour. So how can you avoid introducing oxygen? Try and not splash and make oh, right, bubbles. Right, yeah. If you do get some oxygen in there, um, add a bit more of this chemical stuff. Colour run remover, very carefully. <laughs> so, yeah, you get some fantastic colours. So we'll leave that in a little bit longer. Mm. You like blues, don't mm, you? I do like blues. I love blue. Actually, if you do it outside, that's all you need, and it's very, very safe. Yeah. Oh, right. And you so can get, get one of those from any camping shop. Fourteen pounds. Mm. Yeah. From a camping shop. Any camping yeah. shop will have millets. Them. Millets. Millets. Um, anywhere. Yeah. Mm. Gosh. And they're oh, really good for they're sustainable. They're such a run. <laughs> 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 no wonder what's going on. They're very, very handy. It's like our little lights, wasn't it? Yeah, that's right. Traded for you. Must have wondered what on earth was going on. I've got small guns, but... They're dead lights in the sun. We all come out from spinning with them on and we look like aliens. Because the car park's not lit up. So we all, as we leave, we switch them all on and we come on. So, but if you say you want to do enough wool then for a jumper. Yeah, I mean, you with indigo and with any natural dye, you're going to need quite a lot of material. Yeah. Uh, sure. Fair are great because you can do lots of small amounts. Right. Um, yeah. You can do it, and indigo yeah. is one of the best ways of doing it because if you make a vat twice that size, yeah. you could get enough in there for a jumper. Oh, could you? Mm. All right. Mm, I was going to say because presumably it would come up uh, different colours if you did different. Yes. Yeah. 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 How long did it take you to get that dye? Well, shall I, shall I talk you through the process later? I've actually okay. got a piece of paper with it all on. Oh, good. But if we, the kettles would have boiled, if you want to go and get a drink. Yes. Oh, what is turning a ram? Turning? Oh, it's easy. Okay. Um, you be the sheep. Okay. Right. Right, let's turn on this way because it's easier for me. <laughs> Mary's a sheep, so I'll get you under your chin. Yes, but that never yeah, okay. works. And push your head round to here, push you down, and you'll come straight down. Try that. It works a treat. You can turn a big ram like that. And why yeah, do you have to fight it back? Head under its chin, turn its head to its tail, and at the same time push down on its rump. But See? they fight back and they say, oh, I'm not going down. So I, I do it this pushing way. their legs up. And they'll go down, you get them down, then you get them up. And, and they're pretty well up anyway. They do, you just kind of get them so they're comfy. They usually more comfy. They're sitting on one buttock or the other buttock, aren't they? So you just yes. get them onto one or the other buttock. <laughs> And why do you have to turn, why do they have to go down? Well, sometimes you need to check the penis, check the tackle. Oh, okay, yeah. And um, and sometimes foot trimming with a ram, 
like normally you just do them standing up like a horse, but sometimes they, they're really bolshy, and sometimes it's easier. You just think, right, you've just sort of had enough of this. Had enough of this. But all my girls, I simply tie them up with a halter, and I lift their feet like you do horses. But try that, Mary. If you have one, you need to turn. It works a treat. It really does work. Sorry to use your demonstration. No, 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 no. It's so hard to explain. You can kind of see the mechanics of it then. The other day, my mind ran run. run. I had to get to do his feet, and I was by myself, and I thought, well, I've got to do it. Uh, But I did the the leg thing, which I can do, but I prefer not to. I don't like doing that. That turning is much And it's kind of the sheep, I think. They never seem to even hardly, they hardly know what's happening. It's just one minute, they're up the next minute. I'll go and practice. So Wednesday day was quite big. Huge. Compared to others. And they're bony. That's another reason why my other sheep, I don't mind turning, because they're they're padded, but mine aren't. Yes, and it really hurts them sitting on their bony hips. So yeah. unless I have to, I don't want to. Yes. But you've actually never used it. It's yeah. only very, very occasional that you have to turn. Yeah. Yeah. For checking your ram, you do. Yeah. That's right. yeah. And it's the back parts that grow quicker than the front. I was talking to Paul about it on the, on the way back the other
appeared. That's the cuttle then, which is quite hard to do. Okay, I've got to test it. Yeah.
You have been listening to Framework Afield. For more information, see our website at www.frameworkradio.net. Thanks for listening. <laughs>